0: New crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. What up, what up? It's your girl, Josina Anderson, host of The Crew. and We have another packed show for you on episode 10. We are welcoming in actor Kevin Zegers into the building. He's also a Cowboys fan, and he's currently on the ABC drama, The Rookie Fed. So he is in the building, and also former NFL defenseman and commander... LaVar Arrington in the building. So that is going to be very interesting with everything going on there, especially after Taylor Heineke was able to get a win for that team. As always, I want to let you know you can get us on the Odyssey app. Download your podcast there, wherever you get your podcasts to find us. And if you want to watch us on YouTube, go to www.thecrewnyc.com. That is the URL that will take you there. But for now, it is time for Crew Call. All right. Well, look who is in the building, Fred Smoot. The Commanders winning this week. After you said all of that stuff about Taylor, drink your Heineken. Heineken. I don't even know what is that. Is that the West Side or is that the No, no. West Side.
1: West West Side. no, we more like we more like James Winston. We eating W's now. That's what we need. Oh, eat. We need wow. W's. Now. Wow! Oh, this, wow. Is the,
2: this is the wow. regular.
0: This is the regular, and we got Morris Chestnut joining us from somewhere. I don't know what that is. in the back. Where you at?
2: Hey, I'm gonna I'm send. I'm gonna send Fred some like protein packs or something. Because if they eating w, they eating kind of light over there. They ain't got too many W's. Kind of light.
0: So let's move on to headlines. Okay, here we go. All right. I don't know if you guys watch Monday Night Football, but it looked like it was supposed to be the uh, Bailey Zappi crowning, but it ended up crowning rather it ended up being the Justin Fields night
1: and uh, now now it's making that Washington Chicago Bears win look a lot better so at the end of the day I told people the one thing Chicago always we gonna do is play defense and if they let the quarterback go and they trust him let him go out there let him make mistakes but you cannot cage him in I thought they did a good job against Bill Belichick and don't forget Belichick would slot it to pass the the famous coach of the Chicago Bears last night on the all time win list to go into the um, uh, uh, the go for the number one spot, so I'm glad Chicago hated on them. Hate is good sometimes.
0: Oh, hate is good. So is there a quarterback controversy, Morris?
1: I, if you have two quarterbacks, you
2: don't have one. They mm. need to start Zappy and sit Mac Jones.
0: And why is mm. that?
2: Cause Zappy moves offense. He put th- he put thirty five p- some points on Cleveland Browns last week. And he got in the game yesterday. He put up two uh, two touchdowns right off the rip. So hey, you start Zappy, get going. Mac Mac Jones needs to sit down for a minute.
0: Now he still ended up with two interceptions, three turnovers, and his QBR wasn't that much different from Jones. Now thirty point one to thirty six point six when you tabulate at the end of the day. Pass the eye test. Then it- Mac Jones deserved to be benched? <laughs>
2: He didn't start, but, the, but but Zappy did not start the game. That's what I'm you saying. Know, when did Mac Jones in, deserve
0: to be benched, right?
2: I do. I think I think the team was rolling with Zappy. What was he? He hadn't lost a game since he'd been in there. I think you just keep just keep him in there, keep it going. And you agree, Fred?
1: Way to turn your back. Is it no trust and honor amongst Steve? At the (laughs) end of the day, Matt Jones shouldn't have played because he was still hurt, but he was feeling the heat of Zappy getting in there, winning some games, making some plays, and it's it's the same thing going on in Dallas. Dak rushed himself back because Cooper Rush got everybody up in a row. At the end of the day, sometimes as a player, Sean Springs always told me this, before you ever put bad tape out there, sit your butt on that bench and watch somebody else do it. Because if you go out there halfway, feeling, feeling good, they're not gonna—they're not gonna hold back on you. They're gonna hold you accountable.
0: Well, I just wanted to say this is what I was trying to say before about Justin Fields. What people are saying was different. Is that after coming off that Thursday night win, that they were able to uh, have more time to kind of figure out what was going on or what to do better for Justin Fields? Lost.
1: They came off a Thursday night loss. Get that Thursday right. I, All
0: I, right. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. They came off a yeah. Thursday night loss, but they had more time is what I meant to say. And Justin Fields, this time they gave him 14 carries. He had 82 yards. 12 of those were design runs for 55 yards after over the first six games, just having 13 design runs. So the idea was that, that they were trying to give him more confidence, do the things that make him feel better. Fred, do you feel like you noticed a difference?
1: Uh, no, I know what this happened. Uh, Coach Eberflus, I think I said that right, because I did go to Ivy League school. Uh, he actually, on the bye week, called, <laughs> these, called these guys one by one to his office on the bye week and gave them an assessment of their first couple of games. I think he lit a fire on them. I think I think he told Justin Fields, I'm going to let you go and we will decide what we'll do with you at the end of the year. I think he held everybody accountable. Uh, the rookies from this year's draft class, Gordon and the rest of them, all made plays last night. Chicago going to be one of them teams, they will hang around. They, they the roach in the room. They ain't going nowhere. Drop a nuke, Chicago Bears will be right there. But
0: listen, one thing you always say, Fred, is that you hate normal names you say this about Daniel Jones however Morris in the NFC East Daniel Jones is six and one so the question is knowing that the G-Men did not pick up the fifth year option on Daniel Jones if you are the GM of the Giants what are you going to do with Daniel Jones thinking about what your options are or not. Well,
2: well, well, let's. I think I think we all just need to pump the brakes, right? Oh, I mean, boy. we're still we're, we're not even halfway through the season yet. Let's see what things end up. Yeah, you know, teams have started off well before, and then they kind of teeter out towards the end. You just never know. I think if Daniel Jones continues to play and continues to win games, why 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 go to somebody else? I mean, who are you going to go to? A Par- paralysis
1: by over analysis. <laughs> Sit back and watch the game and stop getting yeah. irky jersey off of one or two games. They're not exactly. going to sign Daniel yes. Jones because he balls out for three games. They want to see what Daniel Jones is going to do for a entire year. They want to see what Daniel Jones is going to do in the playoffs. They want to see if Daniel Jones, that guy. Yes, and they have set themselves up to sign him to a two-year, three-year still-approving contract for $70 million. They're still cheap in the world of quarterbacks.
0: But here's the thing, though. Does it really matter, Morris? Because even if you wait and you have more information, does it change your opinion about what you should do or not as the GM of the Giants?
2: Of course it does. Sometimes you just need more information. You need to see how we handle certain situations. If he goes through the season and he mm. has a high, uh, a high uh t- interception ratio, I think you got to give him a shot. If he continues to win, if he leads him to the playoffs, what happens if he gets to the playoffs and they go to the, uh, the uh, conference championship game, you never know. So I think you just need more information.
0: So, so that would change your confidence. That would change your confidence. It, it, it wouldn't change your, it wouldn't, you know, affect your perception.
2: Players can grow. Like I say, all, everyone, we're in this microwave society. We, everybody needs it now. Players can grow. Cl- players can develop. Like I say, look at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has developed a lot from last year to this year. So sometimes you got to give people a little bit of time.
0: All right. Well, uh, moving on here, I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts about the older quarterbacks in the NFL. What is going on with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers? The Bucks are 3-4, and four, just lost to the Panthers 21-3. to three. And Aaron Rodgers, of course, you know this, Fred Smooth. Losing to your commanders, did anybody, pre- how many people lost money? Is there something going on with the older quarterback, Fred?
1: Yes, uh, it's the, I call it the Madonna syndrome. You know, she's old and she still thinks she's a dime, but her time has passed. So has wow. Tom Brady, I hate to say that. So so has Aaron Rodgers, the diva. So it, it, it just, put like this, Aaron Rodgers, He don't have anybody to throw the ball to. He don't trust any of them, and he's going to go downhill. Tampa Bay, when I look at them, I see a microcosm of organized chaos, and that's what's going on in Brady life. We know something about Brady. He's always been put together. His business has always been in line. But I'm sorry. As a person, a divorcee that went through a divorce, it can get hard. It can get unstable. And, And if your family life and your home life not good, it replicates on the feeling for the first time we're seeing an unstable goat. And an unstable goat will eat anything in the yard.
0: Morris, if you recall in our first show, I had this conversation about with you, with the with what the stability of a marriage can do to help you and your focus professionally. And you you kind of had some thoughts about that. I'm just saying, now that you see that Tom Brady is looking way off. His face even looks different in the press conferences. All of that other stuff. What is your opinion now about how professional and personal life, you know, in a mix or not?
2: No, of course it can. I mean, you know, anytime you you know, we're all human beings, so of course, your professional, your personal life can interfere with your professional life. Um, mm. But who knows what it is? Maybe, maybe Father Time just finally caught up to Tom Brady. Um, oh no. they, they lost a, 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 a they lost an offensive minded. Uh, head coach last year you know I I love the that they have now but for some reason they can't figure it out offensively Uh, Fred
0: jump in there
1: Uh, first of all he was right father time is undefeated and father crime is undefeated you don't want to talk to a judge and you don't want to talk to old Van Winkle and the one thing about Tom Brady he's (laughs) dealing with them both he's dealing with them both and he's trying to he's trying to juggle both man but I, I see what I see when I see Tom is I see an unhappy man I've been an unhappy man before. I see an unhappy man, and when you're not happy, when that when that smile is turned upside down, bad clouds and bad things usually gravitate towards you.
0: All right, well, coming up on the other side of the break, we got Crew Crib actor Kevin Zegers in the building. He is also, what, a Cowboys fan. That's going to be interesting for our Eagles-loving co-host, Morris Chestnut, and obviously our commander representative in Fred Smooth. So what is that conversation going to be like? Uh, That's what we have coming up on the other side of the break. Make sure you watch and subscribe to the crew.
3: What is going on? Introduce yourself to Fred and Morris. Say hey, what's up, y'all. Hey Morris. Hey Fred, how you doing? Josina? nice to see you. Uh we've been we've been we've been missing each other for the last couple of years, but it's nice to meet you guys. Hey, you know what? Nice
1: to you. Josina told me you got a pair of cowboy boots in your closet. Hey, <laughs> like, 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 listen to me. How did that happen? How did you become a cowboys fan? Or did you just jump on that bandwagon because it was room on the back?
3: No, no, no. So in I'm Canadian and I grew up in the early nineties and they were they were really good then. And there was only like one station that showed American football. And so that's my excuse. I, I I grew up in the Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman um era that you know they just they were winning a lot and so and we got to actually watch the game. So I, I just I became a fan because they were winning. So Sort of a bandwagon jumper, but I, I, also had, I also had no no other choice.
2: Well, I'm glad to, I'm glad you you're accurate because the, 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 the special word was work. They oh, were God, winning. Man. They yeah. were going to playoffs. They were going to Super Bowls. That is no yeah. longer the case coming from an Eagles fan. No. So you know, you <laughs> got hey, you know, maybe you get back to it sometime soon.
3: You guys are a good, you guys are gonna be a really good regular season team. I can see that. You're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a 15 and one, you're gonna be a really yeah. good team, and then and then he's gonna have to make one throw in the playoffs, and Jalen Hurts is gonna short arm it into the dirt, and you're gonna go, what happened? Wow. What happened? Right. We were so good, right. we and were you... so good. And we'll, by the way, we won't be there either. Listen, but no, no, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm gonna, I, like I say, like I told you, boy, I'm gonna listen to you, Kevin, because that's what Zach has, Dak has been when he's going like 13 <laughs> and three, and last year when you guys were winning all these games in the regular season and can't get over the hump in the playoffs. So I would definitely listen to you because you've de- definitely witnessed that over the past eight years.
1: Yeah, I am I am loving on. this panel. We got Philadelphia Eagles. We got Cowboys. We got the commander in with me, and Josina is live from commadores. New York. <laughs> she's jumping on the in the, on the New York commadores. bandwagon. Yeah, hey, stop all that hating, man. Listen, when you take on a new name, think about this. All us got sisters. When our sister get married and take on a new uh, last name, she's still know. our sister. We still love her, brother. <laughs> okay. Well, you
0: know right. what You're I. Right. I, I wanted to do this. Let's make sure we give Kevin a proper introduction. Obviously, you already mentioned that you're a Canadian Normally
2: you're supposed to do the intro before they come
0: well, in. Well, you Go guys
2: jumped
0: in. I came you're I mean, you're such eager NFC East haters <laughs> on the panel. But I just wanted to let people know that, first of all, you and I have been going back on DM for a while. I, I love some of the things that you've been in, obviously, but you played Josh Fromm in the Airbud series, Toby Osborne in Transamerica, and obviously mm-hmm. you're in the CW Teen Drama Gossip girl, currently uh, playing a Ricky FBI agent, Brandon Acres on the ABC crime drama, The Ricky, The Fed. So tell us about your current project right now, Kevin.
3: Well, I mean, I, the, the best thing about it is I get to go to work with Niecy Nash every day, who's uh, who's who's a riot. Um, yeah. We've been at it for about five months now. We just got, they just picked up the back nine of our our, our season, so um, it's just fun. You know, I, I have young kids. I have uh, twin seven-year-olds, and Finding a gig here in L.A. Um, is, you know, I, I, always, I have a lot of a- athlete friends. And I think it's one thing that people don't really think about is like these are human beings. They want to figure out where they want to raise their kids. And mm-hmm. what their wa- what does their wife do for a living? Is it, is it possible for her to move? My wife is a, you know, a career woman. And so finding a, a job here, a great job here um, has been a miracle. So I'm, I'm just I'm riding it. I'm riding it every day. I showed up to work with a big smile on my face on this one. So,
1: hey, Kevin, I got to ask you this personally. Yeah, I, I've been doing my Canadian research. And uh, I want to know, I want to know that 10 years ago, did all the Canadians have a meeting and say, you know what, we're about to take over the world? Because <laughs> evidently, y'all got the best pop star in the, in the world with Justin Bieber. You got the biggest entertainer and rapper with uh, with Drake. You mm-hmm. have Tory Lane. Uh, you did y'all just say, you know what, we're gonna take over everything.
3: Listen, I, I do look around, and I think you know there are a lot of us. There's actually not a lot of Canadians. You know, we you could fit all of us here in California and have, <laughs> have a lot of space. Um, but I do, I do try. You know, if I'm at a, a boo- some bougie party, I do look around and go, "There's a lo- there's a lot of us in here." So I don't know what it is, but yeah, we we've 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 migrated down here, and we're you know I feel bad. <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> no need. No need. No. But
2: Go ahead, Mark. Well, I'm, i i Hey, he's feeling bad till Sundays. You know, your Cowboys, they got a, they got a cool little victory this past weekend. It was, I, it was I. <laughs> but I'm gonna say this about the Cowboys. Um, I, listen, every single game the reps give them a play. I mean, they do it against us all the time. The, he got blocked in the back when they played us. They, 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 they picked up the the penalty flag last week against Detroit Lions it was clearly the ball hit the ground. They gave him the interception. I mean, the Cowboys, they got some type of magic. It don't happen in the playoffs, but during the regular season, they got magic. uh,
3: What I will say is (laughs) I think think Dallas has the best defense in the NFL this year. Mm. I think think that's going to be when the weather gets cold. I think all these guys are getting better. Mm -hmm. I think – you know, I think Diggs is probably one of the best DBs in the league, and yeah. and I think uh, Parsons is probably your defensive player of the year. So, I, I, I think you know, I, I've always thought defense wins championships, and and for the most part, I don't, I don't, I don't trust Zeke. I don't mm. trust. I don't trust that Dak's going to have to make a big throw. I don't trust CD's going to run those routes when he needs to. Um, but I think if you start feeding Pollard who I think is the best back on the team by a mile. Mm. Um, so my hope is that they, you know, it feels like they're going to run Zeke into the ground for the first 10 weeks of the season and keep, keep uh, Pollard fresh. And hopefully in the playoffs, they can just run the ball and play defense. I think that's the best chance they have.
0: You know, really quickly, Fred, But I just want to tell you what's interesting about uh, Zeke's contract uh, because they extended him when he still had two more years on the deal. But Mm -hmm. the guaranteed portion of his contract actually runs out out of this year. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what the Cowboys end up doing, especially since you had those comments. Fred, you you wanted to say something about that?
1: Of course. I'm the only speaker of truth on this show. So, yes, I do have (laughs) something to say. At the end of the day, the Cowboys are going to be the Cowboys because at the end of the day, when you get in the playoff, first, it's about coaching. Two, it's about quarterback play. Three, it's about who can control the ground game to keep the other quarterback on the bench and who can play defense. Yes, Dallas can play defense. Yes, Dallas has a quarterback because he's a Mississippi State Bulldog. But nobody trusts Mike McCarthy. I would trust Mike McCarthy to run my barbecue on Sunday. At the end of the day, <laughs> nobody feels good in Cowboy. It's like, it's like everybody is trying to set him up for failure so they can get another coach who happened to be sitting at home Mm -hmm. So it's like they're trying to set everything up for the perfect departure. It's like they're waiting on him to fail in the first round of the playoffs so they can get Mike McCarthy out there and get Sean Payton in there. We know what's going on in the back. Uh, Is that
3: what
0: you want, Kevin? Do you want Sean Payton?
3: Uh Mm. And I don't like to get into people's personal things. I think he's a little, (laughs) I think he's a little slimy. I'm not a big, Oh no! I mean, listen, listen,
0: he's been been on this show. (laughs) He's a, he was a fan of Jameis Winston. He was there for, for, for Drew Brees so many years. Uh, He's, uh, you know, I don't know what, what, what is giving you this opinion, Kevin?
3: I, I don't know I'm I, I I'm a I'm a judge of book by some, I just I, I'm not a big fan I'm not a big mm. fan He's a really mm. good co- he's a really good coach He's certainly a better coach than the one we have now But
0: offensive um, genius
3: Yeah I like a leader of men mm. Those two coaches I like I like Mike Tomlin I like a guy who's out there chin first when they're terrible mm. or when they're when they're when they're flying And mm. I don't know. I, I I don't
0: what do you think about that because we've seen Sean Payton on the sidelines Ooh. he's passionate he's getting into the NFC South rivalries I mean he has been with that uh, organization for a long time I mean what, what do you think about this Morris?
2: I, listen I think I I, I'm, I hope that the Dallas Cowboy <laughs> organization feels the same way as Kevin does because I don't want to see Sean Payton in Dallas uh, I think Sean Payton I think Sean Payton will make a big difference with the offense in Dallas and mm-hmm. with the overall team overall so I I, I hope they feel the same.
1: Hey, listen to me. I'm going to say it once, and I'm going to say it twice. Oh, if you don't want your owner all in your videos, dancing around <laughs> and stuff, all like right, popping up, come to death row. Come to watch. <laughs> well, it will
0: be interesting to see what ends up with this NFC East at the end of the season, especially with the way the team. I mean, be. I don't know what to say about your commanders, Fred, but I do like hey, hey, the- hey, that Taylor Heineke. I do. I think y'all can come on. And matter of fact, I also <laughs> believe that, the team probably they went out and got a uh another quarterback when they had Heineken in the backyard. I mean, I don't do, 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 is this should this be regret?
1: Hey, 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 men make mistakes all the time, like they have a good woman at home and still out there uh, uh, fishing around for something a little better. We we've seen this mistake before. All I'm saying is this, we are coming. It ain't about how you start a season, it's how <laughs> you finish a season. And I'm gonna tell you like this: we haven't even played our best ball yet. Sit back and relax. We coming. <laughs> Oh
3: jo- Josina, they're gonna play their best ball in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> there you <After> they- go, <laughs> Cam there you go. Go get they- go get After they get a top 10 pick, they'll be they'll be really good next year. No hey, doubt. that's all we just had the last two years is top 10 pick. We-, we that's all we do is picking
1: the top 10.
0: Well, listen, Kevin, Fred also mentioned all the famous Canadians at the top of the show. One of the other things to mention about you is that you are married. And in the headlines this morning, we were talking about what is going on with the older quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Tom Brady, after that, just, um, I don't know, very dramatic, some would say embarrassing loss to the Panthers after they shipped out Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, and have an interim head coach uh, on their third quarterback and PJ Walker. Uh, what are your thoughts just in terms of where? What you think is impacting Tom Brady just from the outside with everything that he has going on?
3: I mean, listen, I I, I only know what I read, and yes. so I try not to make any, presu- pre, you know presumptions about someone's personal life. But it's you know it's it sounds like a de- you know they, they had a deal. I make deals with my wife all the time, <laughs> and, and for the most part, when I don't follow through on my deal, my life is hell. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And even if I'm going to work and making that money and it's like, it's just not the same. And there's just a, you know, I'm obviously, I do something different, but like that 10% of not being there mentally makes a big difference. If you're the quarterback for, you know, uh, a professional football team. And especially, I mean, listen, I think his, I think 90% of his, Lore is his sort of mental capacity, his ability to move guys around, his ability to lead. And I think if he's kind of checked out, these, you know, the game will pass you by pretty fast. I and I, I think you know you have to be all in. I one of my best friends. I'm, I hate to name drop, um, but Drake. <laughs> did, uh, did you just say Drake was your best friend? <laughs> <laughs> <But>, <laughs> Uh, Keith Keith Bullock was my dated my wife in high school and we're now super tight and uh, Keith and I chop it up about football all the time and he's like unless you want to be there every day you have to want to be there all the time you have to be in your play in your playbook you got to be because he's like these kids keep coming and coming and coming and they get better and better and better and if you're not there uh I think it's a you know it's a and uh, Aaron Rodgers reminds me of the same thing. He just seemed disinterested, and I think—I mean, yeah. his, his team's also brutal. But um, uh, I don't know. You know, if Alan Lazard is your number one wide receiver, you're in a pro- you're in a mess. Um, so, you know, but they don't seem to want to take care of him, and I think he seems like he's sort of said to the team, "You're not going to give me anybody. I'll give you my I'll give you my time, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break my back out here for you guys." So that's what it feels like to me. Diva, he's one hundred percent diva.
1: I love Aaron Rodgers, but boy, he goes on an emotional roller coaster. Oh he wears, he, he wears his feelings on it. Like I just watched him for four quarters. Look, like you know, you, you throw a pass, they miss a pass, and and now he ah oh, whatever, whatever. Like he ain't going back to him. At the end of the day, you can't build a trust with a wide receiver if they drop one ball and you never throw it to him again. I, he has to be the leader of that team. And to me, he actually left. Uh, Green Bay last year and didn't report the news to nobody because mentally he's just not there.
0: Well, I just want to do a little bit of cleanup, because first of all, Tom Brady did say uh, in his press and on his podcast that he is committed, you know, to the Bucs, that he's not, you know, quitting or what
1: have you. I know. told my ex-wife the same thing I was committed. I wasn't.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, and he also apologized for his comment about saying, you know, returning to the Bucs was like a military deployment. So he seems to, you know, be trying to let everybody know that he's still engaged despite the adversity. And the other thing, Kevin, as far as the comment on Aaron Rodgers, I, I would say that I, I don't know. If it's that as much as is he is he missing Devonte adams is he really trying to yeah. you know what yeah i think he's i think he's seeing the value of even though right now it's a little bit not you know it's unsmooth right now for adams and and the raiders as they try to get things back and they're running josh jacobs when they're finding that you know the their, their running game and things like that but it could possibly be more of that what do you think
3: yeah listen I, I mean there's no doubt he's the best receiver in the league and, and all aaron Rodgers he can he can make the throws that whether Devontae's open, open, or just kind of open, he can throw, you know, he can have eight catches a game. So I think missing that is, you know, that's, Huge!
0: Yeah, all these people talking about Tom Brady, but I think he's going to come back and have a very strong game in the face. So all this talk after this, and I know Todd Bowles, I was hearing behind the scenes that he was getting into his quarterback for missing, you know, uh, that practice and being at Robert Kraft's uh, wedding and all that other stuff. It didn't turn out into a win this week, but I think it will turn over in their next game. Kevin, give us the details on when we can see your new show, ABC crime drama with the Ricky Fed. Uh It's
3: on every Tuesday night. Uh, uh, at ten o'clock on ABC, um, yeah, like I said, it's it's Nisi Nash and I we're, part- we're partners running around. Um, it's a it's not it's not a, it's not a heavy drama as you would imagine with Nisi, but we have we have a ton of fun and do you know we're the unorthodox crew of. Uh, I think we tried to get Morris on the show, but he's too expensive. Oh yes. We they, they, they did. Oh, they, yeah. I think, we, I, think we, I think we put a call oh, yeah. it on.
2: Listen, you can Listen, have us on me it. and I would move. do the show with crazy. Yes. Tell Nisi oh, and James, I said, what's up? James is a cool dude too. I James LeCur
3: really like is the best. And we got Felix yes. Olise. And uh yeah, no, it's it's yes. it's, it's great I'm guys, having a great show. Having the best time. And then yeah, we'll we'll come back to Morris when his, when he drops his quote a little I'm, bit I'm,
2: and we we'll, can <laughs> <laughs> <I'm, laughs> what, what wanna be a rookie
1: i've been saying happy. now what y'all need to do is let morris play a bad guy i'm ready to see him be a, a straight-up criminal named eagle I, oh, let like him alonzo be, like alonzo
0: yeah,
2: yeah let him hey. be a
3: straight-up villain Eardrops. gotta work
2: gotta work but no but gr- congrats on the show congrats on thank the pickup you. i know you guys are doing very well man so congrats yeah, on so
3: yeah I'm, I'm very grateful
0: kevin do me a favor look yeah. right into the camera tell us your name and tell everybody you are watching the crew
3: hey guys i'm kevin zegers and you are watching the crew
0: All right, we appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Okay. Thanks for coming on
2: K, I appreciate
1: it. Thank you brother, you were
3: great, you were great. Nice to meet you. Yeah, all right brother. All
0: right guys, so right now we are going to move on to our crew huddle because on the other side, we have got LaVar Arrington to talk about everything going on with the Commanders. Well, looky, looky, look at who it is. It is LeVar Aronson <laughs> in the uh, day. What, what is going what up? on? We love the hat,
4: LeVar. What, what up? <laughs> he,
1: always, he always, he always going to rock, uh, rock a sharp derby on you. That's, that, that's his thing right there.
4: Yeah. I got a big-ass ass head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we appreciate you coming. We, uh, hey, what up to you? Thank you for coming on. But really quickly, I just want to let the people know out there, and I, and I said this on our first show, that just for the people listening on this episode, that I met LaVar and Fred covering what was called the Redskins back then, obviously the commanders now, when I was a 20-something-year-old reporter, and I was trying to get my uh, questions in there, and I was working for a county cable company, uh, station for PG County back in the day and all the reporters were trying to jump all over me and here comes LeVar Arrington and Stephen Davis saying wait a minute wait a minute and gave me my respect as a 22 year old so LeVar I still appreciate you then and now for coming on the show what do you think about
4: that yeah you deserve to have that respect in that moment you just you know deserve to have it now so they weren't respecting it so we had to make sure that we regulated a little bit you know what I mean but No, I'm I'm super proud of you. I I remember the beginning. Your career has blossomed since and you've gone a lot of different places. I I don't know what ended up happening with you ended up with with these two these two (laughs) guys right here. You know.
0: Thank you. Tell Uh, me about it. I mean, man,
4: whoa. Whoa, what happened here you know, I mean, it's, I, it's odd bunch
1: it? hey, where did it all go wrong exactly.
4: I don't know that. especially you smoothie I, I can yeah. see more you know I mean? but God April, you. hey Josina you did something. I mean, you, yes. you going to heaven for this one Get it, put yes. Fred up on uh, here yes because anyway. we're
0: never going to make him live down you know the, the Santa Claus uh, hat oh, in the locker room off, in in angel, sweater Room,
1: LeVar, you know? Let me tell you what she hates on. She hates on uh, early 2000 fashion. The fact that we were wearing uh, FUBU and all the other stuff at the time. Come on, right. you're going to wear and what you're going to wear at that time. Cross and I feet. had on a, a nice, what was that, a fatter outfit. I forgot what was going on at that time. Girl. And A terrible peaked.
4: ugly sweater.
1: Yeah, Wasn't hey, look, like that, that was a iceberg
4: or something, Wasn't Iceberg or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know
1: they, they were charging us nine thousand dollars for them sweats. The results, Gene, are Results,
4: so wrong for having us wear Kooji, <laughs> man. Like yeah, Bill Cosby started it.
3: Like, I hope Biggie, not. Biggie ran with
4: it. <laughs> and we all started thinking we could wear Kooji. I don't know, man. I, you know, it is what it is.
0: So LaVar, we gotta get your uh thoughts on what's going on as far as the, the quarterback situation. Uh Taylor Heineke came in there. He was 20 for 33, two touchdowns, one interception, obviously beating the Packers. Uh Carson Wentz still trying to uh rehab there. So what do you think as far as is there should there be a quarterback controversy or has has Heineke, uh, should he win the job in your opinion?
4: Okay. So there's a lot, you unloaded a lot right there, right? Even though it wasn't a lot, it really isn't. You, you unloaded a lot. If you understand Washington football, uh, history, Mm -hmm. there's always a quarterback controversy in Washington, DC. So, sorry, sorry for the door opening. You know, obviously I have someone who isn't paying attention to the fact that I'm doing a live interview. Uh, So, and that's kind of like what happens in Washington, right? People come in and out of the door and they're not really um, paying attention to, you know, what other people are doing inside of the home. Mm. And there's a whole lot of miscues taking place. So to answer the question, do you have a quarterback for there to be a true quarterback's controversy is where you start. All right. Mm -hmm. The fact that that Heineke plays as well as he has played in his duties says to me, until you get a quarterback in free agency, that's worth making the move. That is a franchise guy or you go into the draft and, and you do it that way you stay with Heineke because uh, Wentz has not proven to be that guy. Although he hasn't been, you know, as bad as what people have made him out to be, Mm. he certainly has proven that he's not, he's probably not a starter at this Mm. point. So I would have stayed with Heineke, made my team better in other places, like paying attention to what's going on in in your house. (laughs) <laughs> Add some more weapons and and then go get a quarterback when the time is right. Sometimes people try to force things when they should be mm. taking what what is going to make them better in the here and now. And then when that opportunity presents itself or a position that important, then you make your move. So I guess. But wait, now, didn't. Controversy. Mm.
2: Didn't they just didn't they just go into the draft and take that advice and just get a quarterback?
4: Morris they went to the draft and took Kirk Cousins and RG3 at one point in time they've done they've done things where they've made seemingly what was interesting decisions to improve the team. You had two starting quarterbacks on your roster that you drafted at one point in time. So even when they didn't have quarterbacks or, or, or had a quarterback, a starting quarterback, they did that my rookie year. We had Brad Johnson as a starter, and they went out and got Jeff George. So it's almost like it's manufactured <laughs> to, to have a quarterback's controversy. You're always going to say, didn't they just go out and get a quarterback more? That's what uh-huh. they do in Washington. Mm
1: -mm. I'm not gonna let y'all do that No, no, no Reverse that cop Check this out (laughs) Let's be honest Here go the facts in no given year have we had 32 great quarterbacks in the league. That means on this blue planet of ours, we've never in one year found 32 great quarterbacks. They don't grow on trees. You don't get them. And, yes, we, we, we like to buy spore milk. We got Donald McNeil when he was older. We got Carson Wentz when he was older. Hey, It happens sometimes. But at the end of the day, finding a quarterback is not easy as you think. I, I've watched Green Bay. Green Bay, everybody loves Green Bay. 40 consecutive years of Hall of Fame quarterback. They got two rings to show for it. The most overrated franchise of all time. I don't want to hear what you say. 40 consecutive years. We haven't had a franchise quarterback since Sonny Jurgeson. model TV's one ain't out at the time.
4: Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So well, I, appreciate, I appreciate you sticking up for the team. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I know. I know that's your duty to stick up. With you, I appreciate your candor and, and your, you know, your willingness to throw that that information out at everyone. I mean, I'm proud of you, Smoke, that. That was a very nice. No, response. no, you're not going to
1: make me the company man of this group. No, uh, I'm just reporting. I'm
4: just telling you, it just sounded kind of like Red Skin One-ish or what do they call it now? <laughs> Commander One now. Yeah, no, no, no. command,
1: command. command. It, it's got a command center. Yeah, <laughs>
4: commodores, commodores.
1: But let's but also
2: point, go ahead, go ahead, Morris. No, but but to that point, Fred, I mean, there've been a lot of quarterbacks that have come through the leagues and they've done pretty well. I mean, why can't Washington get? Or yeah, why can't Washington yeah, get that you together? Got it. Yeah,
1: hey, yeah, be yeah, quiet, yeah. Morris. Duke. Be quiet, Morris. Don't like y'all always happen, had it. smooth. Hey, don't act like y'all always had a quarterback, Morris. Look at the quarterback sure. that's giving us problems now. It's somebody y'all drafted. Like, so don't act like y'all just good at doing what y'all did. And last time I checked, Morris, y'all ain't yeah, got okay. but one Super Bowl. I'm so glad y'all finally made it to the party. It's what have you done
2: for me lately, Fred? It's been what, 30, 40 years? Since y'all don't want to ring, but it's all good, man. You guys listen, listen, you guys did win some wings back in the day, and that's cool. All congrats. But what are you doing for me now? Mm. What's happening right now? Well, speaking so of Morris happening is right okay, now,
4: Mor-
1: Mor- yeah, Morris, yeah Mor- all Morris all Morris
2: is an eagle. Yeah, I mean,
4: he's,
1: he's an eagle. All the way, I mean, he's, he's eagle. an eagle.
4: All right. Yeah. They yeah. look pretty good, but don't don't get too comfortable though. You know, oh. they haven't they haven't, you know, been good long enough. I'm saying <laughs> And the what have you done for me lately deal, they haven't been good long enough. I mean, even the Giants have caught fire in the NFC East. So let's just hold off judgment on what the Eagles are going to be. And let's see what happens in the second half of the season. And then... And then, I, I mean, I know the baseball team's doing well and all these good things are going on. <laughs> no. Rod Street is jumping and all that. But you know no. let's just bump the brakes a little bit.
2: I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no. Everybody... Everybody here would tell you that. I always say it's a long season. I'm not listen. Anything can happen in the NFL. Injuries. Some teams start off hot, end up cold. Some teams start off cold, end up hot. You just never know in the in the NFL. So no, I'm I'm not I'm not saying hey, we're gonna go to Super Bowl and win. And I'm not even bragging. I'm just saying, you know, I was just talking about Washington. What have they done? I mean, I would take our last two years of Washington's.
4: No, no, no. Oh, you. you oh, still, yeah, you're on last solid 20. ground. He's on solid yeah. ground, Smoothie. I mean. Philly has done better in recent years. I mean, our defense was supposed to be the staple of our team, and it's been kind of like, where are we? You know, Mm -hmm. where are we? That's that's always been – even when you were there, Josina, and we Mm -hmm. were there, Smooty, that's Mm – our staple was always to play defense, you know, and then you figure out what's going to happen on offense, right? But – we're not even really dominating on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, we usually have like a top 10 defense, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I, if I'm a Philly fan, I like where I'm at. If I'm a Washington fan, I know where I'm at, you know? Is, well, let's go, let's go to, let's go to the other NFC squad. So a lot, uh, some, some, uh, the Dallas
2: Cowboys, what do you, what do you feel about them?
4: I think right now the verdict is still out on, on them. Their defense is playing well. Obviously, young Stick City himself, Michael Parsons, is probably the most well-rounded, most, most feared defender outside of Aaron Donald in the National Football League right now. Quentin Williams is having a good year so far with, with the Jets as well, but Michael Parsons is, is kind of running away with the show as, as the defensive guy. Um, in in the National Football League right now, so their defense is playing well. They found their running game, but Zeke is is a little banged up now. Like he banged that knee up. I, I don't know where it, where he's going to be. Um, you know, Dak Prescott did not look great early on, and he's still going to have to figure out that whole thumb issue deal. But I, I I look at Dallas. They're they're actually not in a horrible position. To make a run for it, but it, you know, they're they're going to have to show that they can win with Dak. I thought it was interesting. Everybody, you know, I don't <laughs> think it was a quarterback's controversy, but I didn't know where they were heading when they lost that first game with Dak. They didn't look great with Dak in there, and mm. for what it's worth, they didn't look great against Detroit. They didn't look great against Detroit. So, I, I, ain't, I, don't, I ain't
1: do it don't Don't start that Cooper Rush, stucker. Cooper Rush is a premium toupee. All right, you only put a toupee on when you're trying to replace the real thing. All right, the one thing that they did with Cooper Rush that they don't do with Dak Prescott is they dumbed down uh, the playbook, controlled it with running game and controlled it with defense, which mm-hmm. they should have been doing. Yeah, like, you did. Like Stick to the ingredients, so when they do do that, what they did in Detroit, they say, "All right, let's keep the same game plan." Now everybody want to talk about Dex should do this, Dex should do this. Long as they're winning, hey,
4: hey, hey
1: that's all matter, right?
4: Well, there's always going to be a little bit of hate in my voice as it applies to to Dallas, anyway. So I'm never going <laughs> mm-hmm. to give them their total okay. proper,s mm-hmm. but I mean, you're correct in what you're saying. Yes, that is a correct assessment and an assumption for certain. Yeah.
0: So really quick, Levar, obviously. Um, Daniel Snyder, the owner for the team, has been in the news. Jim Ursay last week making comments saying that there's merit to removing uh, Daniel Snyder. And, you know, uh, going back in the offseason, there's been a lot of, you know, headlines and talk about whether there was enough uh, ownership uh, votes to get to the point of removing him. So one, I wanted to kind of get your thought on that, the boldness of Jim Ursay to say that out loud, particularly after that article came out from ESPN from Seth Wickersham, uh, where reportedly there was talk about whether Daniel Snyder was hiring uh, private investigators to get information on the owners. And then secondly, what I think is very interesting interesting about that is the fact that the commanders face uh the Colts in Indianapolis this week and it's typically customary for the opposing owner to have a skybox I'm wondering if you think uh and 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 by the way Daniel Snyder's been at all the games this season uh what you think will happen uh this week whether he will dare uh to go into Lucas Oil
4: (laughs) I would love to see him fight wouldn't y'all? would y'all just want to see him fight? Like,
1: uh, listen, <laughs> listen. Let's be honest, Levar. A billionaire brawl probably gonna be the weakest fight we ever hey, see bro, in our life.
4: Hey, bro, what was what was the dude's name on Bart Simpson? Burns, Mister Burns,
1: Mister Burns. Hey,
4: man, it'd be like two Mister Burns <laughs> is fighting in, at the fifty-yard line.
1: Yeah, it'd yeah. be two dirty uncles at a barbecue just fighting for no reason.
0: But it is you know, but it is monumentous yeah. though because you know uh, obviously it Ursay's um boldness to say that might be indicative of well, you know, what yeah, is the be, or not behind the scenes let's be
4: serious for a second here yeah. right mm-hmm. these are the, are the most powerful men in in business and mm-hmm. in in our society mm-hmm. that are are owning these teams it's it's a you know it's a fraternity of elites. You heard Al Michaels on on the telecast, right? Did y'all mm. catch, it? Yeah. I said, did catch uh, it? I did not catch yeah, it. I heard
1: it. I heard it.
4: People will be happy, and and like they're to the point now where just Dan just sell the team. Al Michaels said that, like the mm. respected, renowned, known announcer Al Michaels says it, and then Ursay is in the public saying the same exact thing, and I don't recall him apologizing. I think he clarified his statements, but I didn't hear Jim Merce apologize. That says to me one of two things. Either one, all the owners are, are on the same page and they're going to get him up out of there. Or two, it's, it's a house divided in terms of how they're viewing Dan Snyder. There's a mm-hmm. side that wants him out and wants him gone and think that's best for business. And there's another side of it that's like, you know, we that that's not a, a direction we want to go in, you know, whether it's because they like them or whether it's because they don't, you know, want to get caught up into the collateral damage of what would happen if Daniel went. Snyder shows mm. that he's going to fight, like, he goes after newspapers and okay, he's going to fight you. So he's not going to go away easy, and why should he? It's it's, it's a major investment, probably his last major investment that he has as an asset, I would assume. So why would he go easily? You know, So it it, it just seems as though for him to be comfortable, Ursay, that is, to come out and say that at the mm-hmm. point in time that he did, it's there is a process that is underway, and obviously there is an investigation taking place. It'll yeah, be interesting to see what what verdict Hey, first is he of all, it?
1: First of all, the one thing we don't do with our children is let the worst child represent the whole family. And I, I, I feel like Jim Murray is, is the wild card in this group. Out of all the guys to come out and say what well, somebody should not own, you're going to send the one out there that continues to get in his own little riffraff and his own little trouble. And this is what I know LeBar hit it on the head. 32 of the Upper excellent guys. They don't make uh, no threats. They don't take no no S. They just do what they want to do. If they wanted Dan out of there, Dan would have been out of there years ago. And, and he ain't got to worry about but one guy being on his team, and that's Jerry Jones. Everything revolves around Jerry Jones. And I ain't heard Jerry say nothing. So, therefore, it ain't nothing going to happen.
0: Well, I think one of the things that are uh, existentially kind of impacting this is one, you know, whether there's any impact to uh, the commanders finally getting a new stadium and how that, yeah, impacts, we are. you know, how that impacts uh, all revenue. And then two, just, reports gonna about
1: yeah, I think we're going to get it. At the end of the day, money rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. No, dollar, no, dollar no, bill, no. y'all. So at the and, end of the day, mm-hmm. we will get it.
0: And and With you know Dan reports Snyder. about whether well and reports about whether the commanders were doing their due share as far as putting all the money that should be going to the overall pot. No, nah,
1: we don't share. We don't uh, share. We don't that, do no I share. think That was
0: part of the ire as far as you know whether there's got you know additional numbers to the vote necessary to you know potentially get him out. But I did think it was curious that that Seth Wickersham article came out in advance of the owners meetings in New York 100%. on Tuesday. So you know
4: whether just let y'all know. Hey, look, yeah, I'll just you know, let just like know.
0: What, what was that time it
4: Life, I ain't you know, a
1: killer, Duck. but don't push me. <laughs> 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 like y'all said it. My I guy didn't... ain't going out without a feel Like, listen, that's what you got to do. Cause we, done seen owners, we done seen owners get in trouble on Monday, sell the team on Friday. I, like, it's usually no room for discussion. He's just like, listen, he's just lingering around, and nobody's like, they're making idle threats, throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks. Nothing is sticking right now.
0: All right, LaVar, really quickly, uh, can you tell us about uh, the podcast that you're doing uh, with your boy and uh, let us also know what else you got going on real quick?
4: Well, I, I mean, I, I do. Obviously, I do Fox Sports Radio five days a week, uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. I do on the weekends. I do a, a show called Up On Game, um, which is my production company. We we do uh Shows. So we have up on game presents as well that has an array of different uh, shows that hit different genres of people. So we got Tommy Benson, Troy Benson of the National Football League. His wife is is on the uh, channel. Uh, we have John Brinkus uh, from Sports Science. You might know him as the sport sports science dude um, mm-hmm. doing the NIL house. Uh, we got Bubba Dub. Y'all know the trash. Uh, we got him though. Yeah, we got him. Um, you know, we got coach 30 that, you know, the guy who breaks down the film after a team does bad. So we got an array of, of talent that, that is on our our channel and on our feed and, you know, just continuing to build and, and being a, an entrepreneur and, um, enjoying, enjoying doing it, so I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to give the plug as well.
1: Uh, first of all, LeVar, I want to tell you something RG3 is thanking us for helping him walk yes, out. I mean, walk is. back from that ledge, yes, and now he he's blossoming on ESPN yes. because we told him he'll be a buffoon to That's come correct. out with a write all book at 33.
0: That's oh, correct. You're not going mm. back to that tell-all. No, book I mean, it is true. I got him,
1: I got him, Fox with the Plex TJ Housmanzada and we talked about the situation and it blew up and he backed off and now he's enjoying Monday Night Football. He's actually doing a great like I said it on your show, Levar. Yeah. He's very good at it. He is good.
4: He is good. Yeah, well,
0: good. Yeah, that. Shouts out to, to RG three. What was the yeah, name Bobby of that
1: book
4: three, supposed six. To be? What was the name of that book
1: supposed to be against surviving what? RG three. Uh, it was supposed to be surviving <laughs> DC. <laughs> Oh, okay, watched it
0: Because I know Morris was going to write the book, Surviving the Crew, right?
1: <laughs> no. <Nah.
0: laughs> hey, listen, LeVar, we appreciate having you. Come on, look at the camera really quickly and let us know what your name is and tell everybody you're watching the crew.
4: Yeah, my name is LeVar, like right there on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're watching the crew.
0: Hey, listen, we appreciate having you on. Thanks for jumping hey, on. appreciate okay? y'all, man.
4: Thanks for good coming on, LeVar. Appreciate yeah, good Thank seeing
1: all problem. of you man. All the time, good to see you.
4: Yes, sir. Y'all be well. Be well. Enjoy yourself. Thank you, LeVar. Uh All
0: right. So that was LeVar Arrington popping on, talking about the commanders and the crew huddle. Up next, we're going to talk about our final takes of what is going on this week in the NFL. All right. But before we get there really quickly, I got, I, you know, I've got to throw something in there uh, just to throw you all off. Uh, I, I wanted to know if you saw this headline on social media the other day with Jay-Z uh, and Beyonce's 10-year-old daughter, Blue Ivy, bidding 80000 on diamond rings, uh, diamond earrings, rather, uh, in an expensive back and forth under the supervision of her parents, uh, which can be seen on some video on social media. She offered up the $80,000 of her elite parents' hard-earned money uh, to obtain a pair of Lorraine Schwartz diamond earrings that her grandmother and organizer of the event, Tina Knowles, was sporting that very night. Uh, Do you have a problem with the kid of her age, uh, 10 years old, uh, being back and forth in this bidding of something uh, prized so highly?
1: The uh, hashtag, I don't give a damn. All right, let's be honest. I, I don't want to hear nothing about that. Like, that's just, they don't make news. Like, they they tell you what area we in, area we in, where it's clickbait of a 10-year-old spending their parents' money. It ain't like Blue Ivy been working for 10 years and she showed up and spent her own age. that don't do nothing for me at all.
0: Okay, Boris, any thoughts? Would you let no, your, your your Calabasas kids, you know,
2: you know, we don't spend know. that listen, kind of money listen, in in the bidding? We don't we don't know what what the situation was. They could be just wanted to introduce her to that process. Maybe they wanted Ooh, to, you know, just get involved and in, in, in experience a little bit. Hey, you never know, you know. So, uh, got you know, to each his own. To each his own.
0: Okay, so what is the game of the week this week that you guys are looking forward to? I will let you know that I have. Uh, the Packers at the Bills. Uh, Why? What, uh, Why? Because, uh, Why? I, I Why? believe that is the the game of the week. I don't know who who are your Eagles playing more.
2: The game of the week, the Packers and the Bills. Yes. You know about the Packers just lost to the Commodores.
0: I mean, uh, they, uh, stop all the hate. They <laughs>
1: lost to a top right organization.
0: Uh, I mean, who are y'all playing? Look.
1: Uh-uh, we are playing playin the coach for this Washington. So we got mm-hmm. the battle of the owners. This mm-hmm. should be good. All right, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's going to be a high-octane. It's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: The mm-hmm. game that I actually want to see, I'm of course, I'm going to watch my Eagles, but also another game I want to see. I do want to see the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Seahawks against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seahawks mm-hmm. against the Giants because, look, I think the Giants Mm. are playing over their head a little bit, and some might say the Seattle's playing over their heads a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this clash.
1: No, Tariq Woodland could be the best cornerback in the league. 6'3", out of Texas, 210 pounds, can run with the wind, could be the best cornerback in football right now, Seattle Seahawks.
0: Now, you know what actually makes that matchup interesting that Morris brought up is because, if you remember, Geno Smith used to be the quarterback for the Giants at a time when they were trying to wish-wash back and forth between if they was going to let go the Eli. Eli Manning era Then he came in that one game and everyone in New York, I know because I cover the team for 10 years and they started bashing the giants for going with Geno Smith. And then they went back with Eli and it was just the, beginning of the end of that era. Any thoughts What you want to say,
1: Fred? Uh, am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, 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 no. You're right. You're right when you're right. When you're wrong, i let you know every time. But at the end of the day, you are not wrong on this one. And, and, and you know what? Kudos to Gino Smith. That's called going through the yeah. NFL process, coming in as a first-rounder, playing okay, getting benched, taking some learning time, and when he got his second chance, all Gino did is make nobody miss Russell Wilson. All right. So now they make Russell Wilson look like an old gym shoe, like a converser so.
0: But the but the thing is yeah. that Geno Smith have to wait that long. That, yeah, you always. Real- a- no, it's the maturation
1: I, 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 it's the maturation of sports. We've seen this story before. You don't have Frank Wright. If he don't wait this long, you don't have Steve Young. If he don't wait that long, you don't have a lot of great no, players. Like your, when but, your numbers is called, be ready. It. Yeah, we, no, What it. I'm
0: saying is with the way that we're seeing Geno Smith play now, when I think about how he got punched in that locker room, I forget the player's name when he was with the Jets, and then what happened with him not really getting a full chance after. When he came in that game, I remember he had a, a, a better line than what Eli was doing at the time and the fact that he had to wait this many years uh, for the opportunity given the way that he's playing now and having to endure all of that narrative of people joking on him and things like that. It just kind of makes you think about you know the the path you know that he's had to take and I and and, and whether it'll be interesting to see because I'm glad that you brought up this game, Morris, if he can experience some sort of redemptive feeling coming back to uh MetLife, especially with that being a team that gave up on him.
1: I don't think they're going to beat them, though, because uh, you got to realize, no D.K. Metcalf, no guy, no big guy to throw bad passes to, and I can say this about that Giants defense, they are playing well, Big Dexter Lawrence, yeah. Tripadol, all these guys, yeah. they they're getting knocked up. Well. They, are, they are making plays on defense, so if I had to pick one in this game, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Giants might be 6 one well, they, they might win this game.
0: So more wow. so, y'all gonna be seven and one after you face the Steelers? Are you are you confident because of the way the Steelers looked the other night, Sunday Night Football?
2: I thought the Steelers. I, listen, they have a young quarterback. <laughs> I think he. No, I think he's, he's making some strides. I mean, of course, he made some mistakes in the last game. They, uh, the it looked like yeah, Kenny Pickett looked like it was, yeah, like was going to yep. be a blowout. You know, they came back. He battled back. He's made a couple of mistakes in the last uh, two, three drives, uh, or they could pull that game out. So I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough game.
0: So basically, none of y'all gave me a compelling argument as to why any of the games that you guys are underlining are going to be better than the game I said, which is Aaron Rodgers at
2: the Bills well, with Trudavis Light well, right well, coming me, back you, you gave for me the
0: Bills. Jocina.
2: Just you gave me no my you stuff. gave me the compelling argument for the for the uh for the game that I selected. No, that's
0: so that's a good that. storyline, but it's not a better a, game. Is. This what ain't gonna be no
1: good. better game. Buffalo's gonna blow the good. Packers out. That won't exactly. be a great they game. Blow the
2: okay. doors off the Packers.
0: So, so uh, just 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 so you know, it's not just because the Commanders. I know you hype over there. Beat uh the Packers. It's not as if it's not as if uh Aaron Rodgers is like a bad quarterback all of a sudden. That touchdown. It ain't, ain't like he away. got the good either. He ain't a good either right now. He ain't making. It's not right. like he's making right. a whole
1: bunch of mistakes. He, 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 and he know. ain't making a whole bunch of plays either. All right, so at the end of the day, that's it's a right. watch. We're right. like this. If Aaron Rodgers won on that team, they'll score 0.0 a game. That's, that's the talent level on that team right now. With Aaron Rodgers, they score 10 points a game. So you tell me what's better. All
0: right. That's well, right. listen, we appreciate y'all jumping in with your final takes and having Kevin Zegers and mm-hmm. also LeVar Arrington on the show. But for more, it's Chess the Fred Smoot. I'm Josina Anderson, and we are out.
3: Thank <laughs> you.